to the superior comic show with me your host peter not pan but some say i will never grow up i'm just here to remind you that if you purchase a dog license with your little blue illegal genetic experiment that will stop the galactic alliance from being able to arrest them the more you know and i'm joined here today by my fiance the beauty to my beast the angel to my stitch the pain in my hole lauren (laughs) hi (laughs) I thought that was quite a lovely intro. Thanks for that. <laughs> so today with Lauren on the show, Lauren is a big Disney maniac, which she will admit to some people, but not to others. But I just uh, outed her to the whole world. So you're welcome for that. Thanks. We're going to be talking about the greatest Disney animations. Yeah, it's a big, big, big job ahead of us, but we're going to look into some of our favourites and have a little discussion on what we think is the best and why we think it's the best and we might have a little discussion over the live action garbage as we move on the show so without further ado let's get into it i think it'd be rude not to start with the first disney animation uh, snow white and the seven pedophiles dwarfs sorry um it has to go down as personally I think like put me a huge fan but it has to go down on the list as one of the greatest scene as it was the first I don't know what you think I think being the first ever Disney animated movie kind of puts it in the conversation as a child I did love Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs as I got older I did realise how irresponsible it was for a woman to be staying in a house with seven strange men (laughs) So, well, to be fair, her choice was seven strange men or her stepmother who was trying to kill her. I'd go with the stepmother, at least I knew what she was trying to do. <laughs> so, you know, each to their own. <laughs> I, I suppose. They were seven very little men. They were, they were hard-working men, though, to be fair. Yeah, but there were still seven of them. Right, fair enough, but they did turn out to be very lovable. They did. She got lucky. Let's be exactly. Fair. <laughs> it went completely wrong. You know, we don't want to be teaching little girls that it's okay to go and stay in a house full of seven men. Yeah, but we also don't want to teach them that it's okay to stay in a gaff where your stepmother is trying to murder you. No. But it did teach, I think, kids an important lesson to not take apples off strangers. It did. It did. And to always trust animals over people. Oh, 100%. But uh, they did. Now, if we are talking about, I know. As a kid, we had a different view on it. As we got older, it might have been not as good. It gave us one of the most iconic songs in Disney history. Hi ho! <laughs> oh god! <laughs> you cannot be that. The amount of times that song has been remixed by Irish school children when they're off yes, to school. Yes, I do agree. <laughs> it is a very catchy tune. It, it just, and just to seeing them walking along the logs with their pickaxes, you know, just belting out that tune digging for diamonds yet their, their house is very small 
Is, They're comfortable. But where where do they bring these diamonds? Maybe the real estate wasn't the best in the forest. But see, I don't know. Like, it doesn't show them ever bringing them to like a market or like, you know. Maybe they stored them in their tiny house with Snow White. I think we would have seen it. I don't think the house is big enough to store any amount of diamonds they might. You know what? Lift the floorboards. You never know. <laughs> They're hoarders. Exactly. They're like little magpies. They just <laughs> found something shiny and just kept it. <laughs> Mine. <laughs> exactly like Snow White. She was the little diamond in the rough. You know, she cooks. She cleans. She has little animal friends. She's the perfect stay-at-home housewife. Okay. Well, before we move off Snow White, I'm going to put you on the spot. Oh, God. Favourite dwarf? Grumpy. Okay. Mine's you. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, I'm five foot two. I'm not a dwarf. <laughs> um, sorry if I offended anyone. If we have any body of the... What's the correct belief or term for it? Little people. That sounds more condescending to me. It does, else. but I think that's what they're called. If we have any people below average height listening to us I apologise if I offended what's classed as average height depends on the country fair point my favourite was Dobie why he's just so harmless and lovable and stupid so you well touche <laughs> okay okay she hits she claps back she claps back <laughs> I've made a fool out of on my own show. It's usually my job to do that. You've met your match. Just for that now, I'm going to put you on the spot. Next time I make a movie that you think should be in the conversation. And it doesn't have to be from the next one on, we just throw out an animated mm. movie. Okay, Cinderella. Cinderella had a fella. No. <laughs> What's your opinion on the movie? Originally... Great movie, has its issues as you get become an adult, you question certain things that you never questioned as a kid. At this point, between live action, animation, different adaptions, adaptations, it's been done to death. The whole Cinderella kind of storyline has no, been no, done to death. No, no, we're talking about the original first <clears throat> animated Cinderella. I'm not saying that's those were six. Oh my goodness. Isn't it? Was it like it is what it is? Okay. Cinderella woman with three fairy godmothers, or does she just have one? No, she just has one. Are you sure? I just click my fingers right into the mic. It's gonna be a nightmare to edit. Sure, I'm sorry. Look at this now. I'm pretty sure one of them had three. No, she had stepsisters. I know she had stepsisters. The Ogos. There's no. Sorry. The, the below average. She had the three mice. Well, it's been the three mice. Yes. See, there's her fairy godmother. Where? Fairy godmother. Oh, it is not. Oh, who are you? I remember her. I had a teacher who looked like her. Wasn't as nice. Anyway. Um, <laughs> which one had three? Someone had three. Or was it three fairies? I'm going to guarantee we're going to come across as we move on. Um, if you look, say so. For its time, a good movie. Uh, for the record, I don't think glass slippers will ever be comfortable, like, no matter the air. You know? Everyone gets, as a little girl, everyone got those little plastic 
slippers dressing up as Cinderella. Fair. Those are not comfortable. Awesome. Right. Oh, I don't. I find it hard to believe. Right, let's say Cinderella's average woman's foot size five or six. And they didn't fit anyone else yeah. in the kingdom. Yeah, is, is she the only size five or six Possibly. in the kingdom? Does she have like weirdly shaped toes or something? So that she what I don't understand is how the prince didn't recognize her. Like That's... hair and makeup does not make that much yeah. of a difference. The only massive difference was the massive blue ball gown. Yeah, that's, that's actually a fair point. But to be fair, I have seen, we've been venturing on TikTok, I have seen some people doing them, you know, challenge to put their hand in front of the camera and come back, that they look like a completely different person. Yeah, but we're talking about an animation in yeah. the animation. Yeah, no, she didn't look that different. Exactly. Makes one wonder where he was looking the entire time they were dancing. Yeah, and I don't think it was her eyes. No. Can we talk about the, the stepmother for a minute? Right? Come on. I'm just going to pull up a picture of her. Scary bitch. Agreed. Like right, you've seen you've seen this woman come on screen and you looked at her straight away and you went, Margaret Thatcher. Oh my god. Like immediately. Oh no, I just knew not if I met anyone like that, not to cross them. Like look at her hair. Where did she get the time to do it with the whole Look how long her neck is. <laughs> Again, it's an animation. I know. And then you have um, the two steps. Thing one and thing two <laughs> over here. <laughs> Would look. They have to know the rugby, right? Apparently not. You know, when you get brought up, getting told that you're pretty every day by your stepmother, well, their biological mother, mm. um, you know that's kind of what you're inclined to think yeah I suppose like, do it. you could think of it over like here you know Chantel Denise is our gorgeous please never do that <laughs> <accent> again <laughs> I think that was spot on it's exactly how they sound uh-huh. right I don't mean to like look shame on no I mean, I'm not one to turn around and go somewhere ugly around like mm-hmm. that because Everyone has different redeeming qualities. Someone who's not attractive to me will be attractive to someone else. Mm-hmm. These didn't even have good personalities. No, they didn't. And they wanted to marry the prince. Well, to be fair, judging by him forgetting Cinderella's face, he wasn't really looking for a personality now, was he? I don't think so. No. <laughs> like, the princes at the beginning of Disney were like, they were making them out to be someone that all little girls would want to grow up and marry. But when you think about it, as you grow older, they are the boys that you tend to steer clear of. Like, self-centered. Vain. Snow White's fella, like, basically assaulted her in her sleep. Yeah, that was supposed to be romantic. I don't think Disney thought that through. Yeah. See, it's different if they had a previous relationship and they'd been. But they didn't. He found her asleep in the forest. He found a sleeping woman inside. I'm a kiss it. He didn't know if she was it's dead. It's literally like a child finding a piece of chocolate on the floor on a meal, not knowing where it's come from. Our time is not every day. True. But like, <laughs> that's literally what you've done. You walk through the views, just riding through the forest as you do, you know, as a prince, you ride through the forest on your own for the cracks, and comes across seven little men surrounding this makeshift coffin. It's a very pale woman. Presumably dead. You know, she's in a coffin, so mm. yeah. And he just sides. I'm gonna kiss it. Like... <laughs> <laughs> What? I don't know where they got. <laughs> That's what he needs. That's why all princes need their advisors with him. Because an advisor would have turned and gone, 
Are you sure about that, sir? Like, I don't think you should. <laughs> like, let's go home. Yeah, precisely. Like, it's and then there's Cinderella's who's just again. We can only speculate where he was looking the whole time they were dancing. Like, he must have got a good feel and decided, yeah, I want to marry this. <laughs> um, I never seen the sequel. You didn't? No. Oh. I'm not a fan of animated sequels for the most part. I don't think, even with Disney, I've seen some of them. I don't think they're done right in the older movies. The exception being The Lion King, where The Lion King 2, I'd say, is almost as good as The Lion King 1. The sequel will never, ever be better than the original and it will never ever be as good as right, so I can challenge you there on the whole sequel thing of a movie that we watched recently that not just the sequel but the third part of the movie was better than the first two go on Thor Thor 1 was great was brilliant Thor 2 most Marvel fan don't want to talk about it Thor Ragnarok Mixed reviews, but my opinion is the best of the three. Okay, I'll give you that one. <coughs> Not often I admit this, but you're right. <laughs> See, like, I think the problem with sequels is, I'm not going to get too much into this because there's a lot of animated movies to get through. The thing with sequels is, I think people go in with that exact mindset of thinking a sequel is never as good as the original, and because of that, their mind isn't open enough. I class it more <clears throat> towards animations. Okay, that's fair. Um, normal movies I will give the sequel a chance the only sequels that I have had an open mind going into mm. would be The Lion King <laughs> and let's just might as well use that as a segue into The Lion King which many would put down as the greatest Disney animated movie of all time I completely agree and I was I was doubling down on that. That was my choice. That was my pick. That was it. Until I started doing research for this episode and started looking into animated movies and loads more came up and I'm like, I completely forgot about that. Is that better than The Lion King? No. I think in terms of just Disney, The Lion King is tied with me with three. I think once I take the nostalgia goggles off, from the Lion King and judge the movie simply by their content you and I are going to fight tonight their stories don't get me wrong in terms of movies in general Lion King will always make my top 10 whether animated or not Lion King will always make my top 10 Lion King is always the number one including movies that aren't animated no just in yeah. Disney the Lion King you know based loosely on Hamlet um, I was talking to Lauren earlier and I was telling her about the books that actually came from of Scar and Mufasa growing up and basically the way Scar was treated like his name was Dirt on a grown up and I don't blame him for being a bit of a dick. I don't blame him but you know just because you were treated like a dick doesn't mean that you can go around killing your siblings. To be fair his brother became king and has him living in a cave on the outside. <laughs> At the back of Pride Rock. Because he was an ass. If one of our siblings is an ass and we tried to put them in a cave in the back of some rock in the savannah, the only people would be too happy. 
but they were an ass. If my sister was an ass and expected me to give her a king size bedroom in my mansion, she'd be thinking otherwise. <laughs> she would be living in a cave behind the mansion. Well, so she's not awake. Well, she's up for work soon, so I wouldn't imagine so. Well, the only thing it definitely is, it's in the conversation of greatest animated movies of all time, not just Disney. Although Disney kind of holds like. 90% of the animation. Yeah, there's like, when it comes to any of the great animations, do you think Disney, Disney owns everything? Yeah. <clears throat> Disney are buying everything. Exactly. I'm pretty sure, like, give it a few years, we'll be getting a mortgage from Disney for houses in Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk about, like, the Lion King's reason. What makes it one of the greatest? What is it that puts it on that pedestal above all the others? The storyline. The. The fact that it's a pride of lions all coming together to help this little cub that got banished by his uncle who killed his father and blamed him. Because you're talking about the final battle. I'm talking about the entire movie. At the beginning, Scar kills Mufasa, pins it on Simba, Simba leaves, and then Pride Rock is overrun by hyenas. Everyone is terrified. And then all of a sudden Nala pops up in Simba's jungle and is like, hi, you have to come home. Can't believe you're alive, but yeah, you're king. <laughs> then we had that kind of not PG scene between the two. Or Timon and Pumba. <laughs> had to watch, I know. Oh, you were, um, you were talking about something different. I was talking about poor Timon and Pumba. I had no idea who he was. To be fair, think about everything. Put Pumba Pumba in this bubble of being amazing. Pumba, yes. Timon wanted to leave the little bastard because he was a predator. <laughs> yeah, no. Listen, Tumba. Tumba. <laughs> there, there, there's their couple name. Now, Tumba. <clears throat> I personally would have went with Timon. But <laughs> Pumba had these big tusks that he could protect himself, and you know he could fart. Like now tomorrow. Yeah, but to be fair, he could clear the savanna after every meal. For a predator, if Simba, I see what you did there. If Simba <laughs> was gonna go and attack and eat one of them, it, it would be Pumba. Yeah, he's not gonna go for Timon. So Pumba had more to be afraid of with Timon. Timon would be a toothpick for Simba as he got older. Yeah, but Pumba is more naive than Timon. No, Pumba I don't is think. Like a child. See, I don't think more naive. I think it's actually the other what would do it like other end of the spectrum I think Timon is more cynical than Pumba yeah because his entire family hated him yeah and we see him why in Lion King 1.5 yeah also an amazing movie I don't care what anyone says it was hilarious the movie was fantastic you have um, like personally for me it's up there because it has the best songs of any Disney movie oh it does they're the catchiest tunes mm. Circle of Life Can You Feel the Love Tonight my personal favourite I Just Can't Wait to Be King uh, Hakuna Matata like it's just end to end the songs are bangers like I will still bop around I Just Can't Wait to Be King and it's playing our way there's just stage. so emotion when it comes mm. to The Lion King there's mm. happy there's sad there's everything in between mm. let me put this question to you actually. just think about it as we're talking there would it be considered as good and would people still care as much if it was people rather than animals? No. That, that was exactly what I was thinking. I think the fact that they're animals has something to do with it. The fact that 
starts off this cute little lion cub and then he becomes this ferocious lion. But he wasn't ferocious until the very end. Yeah, but well, you had the look of a ferocious lion. He had this big he fierce. He did not. He looked fierce. He did not. Man, he looked what? like Man was pulling off that be man. like, hi, you're adorable. Let's go spoon. I spoon him a Yeah, he'd probably keep you really warm. Yeah. I'm not sure if there was an innuendo in there or not. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out where it would have come from. Like, it is, it has all these moments in it that everyone remembers. The long live the king. The I killed Mufasa. Yeah. Scar is also, in my opinion, one of the greatest Disney villains. Oh, he is. He plays his part so well and he doesn't, it's not just... I'm gonna do this. He has a whole plan in place and he has his little lackeys that are like. He knows how to manipulate. Yeah, he's basically the witch in Wizard of Oz and the hyenas are basically his flying monkeys. Yeah, pretty much. When you think about it. And the fact he has a big badass scar on his eye it just makes him look like a villain. He is, he's the perfect villain. And I think that, tran- like you haven't seen them all yet, but we're gonna sit down and watch them eventually. But that transferred over to Star Wars. I think a lot of people growing up because. Scar was a villain because he got that like we remember him by that scar over his eye and in Star Wars Anakin who you're gonna you, you're gonna forget spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen Star Wars Anakin who turns into Darth Vader at one part one of the earlier movies gets a scar over his eye right and instantly from there I think a lot of Star Wars fans like knew oh he's gonna go bad because the scar you just associate it whereas I think Disney especially brought us up with this whole thing that the good guy is always flawless. But in The Lion King 2, Kovu gets a scar on his face. He does. Just like his uncle Scar. He gets banished from Pride Rock and into the Outlands. Do you think that was the right thing to do? Yes, I know. If I was in Simba's position, I could see why he would do it. Like, you know, this But shit. isn't that tarring the it, oh, it, oh, it is. It is, 100%. It's profiling Kovu with his uncle's mm-hmm. reputation. But again, Kovu wasn't exactly Mr. Goody Two-Shoes at the start. He was... His mother and the other members of his little pride had him trying to... But you can't blame the child for the mistake of the mother. Yeah, but he continued to do it as he got older until eventually he was found out. And he, he, it was the typical story of he started to change. And no, he also... continued to do it until he found Kiara hmm. um, after her first hunt, hmm. almost catching flames, and he hmm. brought her home. I haven't seen that in years. You really need to catch up on your Disney. Not catch up, I just need to rewatch. You know, it's, there's so much of it. And I know people are probably sitting, listening now, screaming certain movies that we're missing out on. Yep. So I'm going to throw in for you, but any other ones, I'm going to throw in some honourable mentions that were mentioned on Twitter when I brought this up. There's The Black Cauldron. i never seen it, so. I thought that uh, one was good. Uh, Treasure Planet. From what I can remember, I really enjoyed it. Atlantis. I love Atlantis. Atlantis is one of the most underrated Disney movies. I do agree. What else do we have? Another very underrated Disney movie, which is actually one of Peter's favourites. Hercules. Right now, it's, it's time to do... You can do the Black Widow line from Winter Soldier now. 
No, I'm good. Thanks. You know where she whips out the mask, like, <laughs> I'm sorry, don't just step on your mom. <laughs> Gingers, swear to God. <laughs> yes, Hercules, which is getting a live action. I do not agree. I don't know how they're going to do it. They shouldn't touch Disney classics. Hercules as well is one of those with the most iconic songs. Yeah. And... It is so underrated. You have Danny DeVito. <laughs> like, you, you can't beat that. Like, it's just amazing. They make Phil look like Danny DeVito and then obviously Danny DeVito's voice and it's just... He's playing Danny DeVito and, and I've no idea how many times I've said Danny DeVito, but... <laughs> Probably too many. <clears throat> I love Danny DeVito so much. He's one of my top act, top favorite actors of all time. Fanboy. Oh, hundred percent. Like, <laughs> not even gonna lie, hundred percent. Like your mom, your mom was watching a movie. One of my, one of my favorite movies, Danny DeVito in it, and Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, twins. I haven't seen it. We're sitting and watching it. It's hilarious. But yeah, no, Hercules and the story of Hercules as well. Of, you know, just God baby crashing down to earth being adopted by mortal parents after two little mm. things from hell trying to suck his magic out yeah and being ostracized by society because he's so strong yeah and it was just it was good seeing him develop I looked that they'd done the teenage years rather oh, than just this go, scrawny mm. little toothpick mm. of a boy that like people probably looking at him going he's 100% injecting steroids if he's like look at this he's skinny but how is he lifting that much the storyline in Hercules is amazing mm. 10 out of 10 the redemption arc of Meg in it as well yes was great she started off she was first real heartbreak yeah like she started off she was manipulating the crap out of him oh gotcha and then he like literally went to hell and back for her quite literally <clears throat> And while I'm not a big fan of this actor because it was his own personal life and his own personal choices, I'll go give him props. James Woods as Hades. Very camp. He was. I loved Hades. Mm. From the beginning to end, he was the perfect mixture of evil, funny, manipulative, very clumsy. Yeah. Very, very clumsy. And is another villain who was basically just pissed off as brother. yeah seems to be a lot of family feuds in Disney it does I think Walt had a problem with his family <laughs> I think Walt had some, had some issues there that... or maybe they had an issue with him well he was kind of a Nazi yeah he attended meetings of a pro-Nazi organisation I didn't and know hosts that and hosted uh, a known Nazi propagandist wow well, okay yeah and like when you look at it, look at the racism and anti-Semitism in a lot of the early Disney movies, you can kind of see it. Yeah, yeah, you can. Like, let's be honest here. Just because we enjoy his media doesn't mean we have to agree with the man. <clears throat> we have to like, necessarily like the man. No. Um, we have come to the top of the best Disney movies. We talk about Disney movies. We talk about tour movies. And now all of a sudden we're talking about uh, Walt Disney is a Nazi. But this is why the, the show usually goes with whoever I bring on. We send them on one topic and it just spirals. It veers off in all these different directions. Always ends up back on the right path though. So I'm going to try this one day. That is one of the movies that is making me question The Lion King is my favourite. Okay. The Fox and the Hound. 
okay, this movie makes me cry every <laughs> single time I watch it. It's one movie that can consistently make me ugly cry. <laughs> like Kim Kardashian ugly cry. Like when she lost her earring? Yeah, like I, I just will sob my hair do. Let's not watch that before the wedding. No. <laughs> or maybe I should. Do you want me to cry when I see you? <laughs> maybe I should have it on my phone just before you can be a blubbering mess. Then <laughs> I will kill you. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that one. I think the story of two friends growing up. Like, best buddies not knowing any different. And then their families basically breed into them that it's wrong for them to be friends. They should actually be enemies. It's a good, it wasn't, I think it meant to be this, but it's a good kind of way of looking at how kids are brought up. Whereas, yeah, it is. No kid is brought up racist no. or evil or horrible. It is bet into them by their parents. Yeah. And I think that's like, they may not, it may not have been intentional, but I think it's like that's a great analogy that you can take from the fox in the hand. There's a lot of underlying analogies that you mm. can take from every movie yeah. ever made. There's always little hidden gems but other than kind of that I did love the movie I but oh what is a but but Lion King will never ever be replaced in my number one <sighs> you can throw any Disney movie at me but Lion King will remain as the number one classic. Uh, like, story of Todd and Copper. I do agree. It's so heartwarming and like it's it's a beautiful story. <laughs> it does bring tears to my eyes every time I watch it. I just it it challenges it for me. It challenges. It the does challenge. <clears throat> it does. It has a lot. I'm like nearly tearing up thinking about it. I know. It. Those poor boys, they just wanted to be friends. And technically they're from the same family. They're basically cousins, fox and a hound. Yeah. And that's before I cry, I'm going to use that to segue because speaking of cousins, another the other one that's challenging, liking for me, Lilo and Stitch. Okay, you cannot bring our daughter's favourite movie into this. I'm sorry. It... She won't even watch <laughs> the damn Lion King. And like, she's as blunt as they come. I mean, she's, she has no agendas. She has no parties. She has no, no people. she just so has an attitude. She just has her own opinion and she sticks by it. And that child says Lilo and Stitch. No, she doesn't say Lilo and Stitch. She, she says, says Stitch. Stitch. And sitting and watching it and goes away from a lot of the Disney norms. It got us out of a big hole of Rio. Oh, yeah. Rio's not Disney, is it? No. No, Rio's... Uh, What's Rio? I don't know. I, I know he's a bird, but... <laughs> a blue macaw. A blue spicks macaw. Boom. Why? Wow. <laughs> Turned around on you. It is... A movie. Blue Sky Studios. I'm just saying, it's from the same people that brought us Ice Age. Oh, really? Yeah. I do love me an Ice Age movie. Ice Age movies were great, but they, they kind of turned into the Fast and Furious of the they, animated world. They dragged on way too long. <laughs> Again, see? Segways. 
Lilo and Stitch. The reason I think it challenges the Lion King is Ohana. Ohana. There is this whole thing where with Lilo as a kid, she doesn't see. I don't see how Stitch can be called ugly. We shouldn't see how Stitch. Stitch look. is the most adorable mm. little alien dog that I've ever seen. She doesn't see Stitch as different or anything like that. She just sees her dog. That's it. Her friend. There's that. There's the whole her praying for God to send her an angel as a friend. And then there's the scene of Stitch crashing and just bursting out laughing. Yeah, but then he got run over by a truck. Yeah, every single wheel. Yeah. They thought mm. he was dead. If, hey, if they thought that he was dead, why did they bring him to the pound? For a pound to dispose of him. Oh, really? Yeah. So why did they have him in a cage full of live dogs? <laughs> that is a good question. Maybe they're holding dogs to eat him. That is disgusting. Like Scar and Mufasa. That is only a conspiracy. <laughs> well, alright. That, and then you have Nanny. Let's they, tackle this one head on. They lost their parents. Nanny is a single sister, a single guardian working, looking after this very rambunctious, rambunctious independent toddler child with a toddler an evil genetic experiment best friend not to mention nanny is quite irresponsible when she trusts two aliens one who created all of these genetic experiments and the other who was a one-eyed lunatic she didn't start trusting them until the show and the second movie the first movie jumped on completely where the bag goes the second movie they weren't and by the end of the first movie, yeah, that's what they I mean. were kind she didn't, of... She didn't start trusting them along with Liam until the end of yeah. the first, second movie. Well, you know, trust is mm. trust. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Well, that's not where she's really different to all the other women in Disney. She is not this tall, stick-figured, size six supermodel of an animation character. She has those lumps and bumps that 99.9% of women have and are ashamed of. When she sits down, she has these little belly rolls, which again, all women are ashamed of. No reason whatsoever. No, there shouldn't be. It, for such an old movie, it normalized women's bodies to be what they're supposed to be. Now, don't get me wrong. If you are naturally that thin, good for you. If you are naturally thick, good for you and if you're naturally a bit bigger also good for you if you want to lose that weight or get more toned that should be a woman's choice yeah we should have that choice but it should be normalized 100 and on social media nowadays it is being more normalized which is really good to see and like that was like even we watched last time we watched it you brought that up as soon as you seen it about nanny it was amazing to see I honestly I forgot about it and then as soon as I seen it when we were watching it with the baby I was like oh my goodness how could I have forgotten about that and let's talk about her love interest she isn't looking for someone to come in and save her David's a twat oh I love David to pieces but he is a couple of screws short of a toolbox that's her nice way of putting he's a dumb fuck yes (laughs) he's your typical I want to go out and surf all day but I also want to be this amazing boyfriend who treats you well and does everything for you when in reality all Nanny wants is to sit on the couch and eat popcorn 
she works she provides for herself and Lilo and this experiment dog she has her own house she is a sister a mother a friend and an experiment wrangler (laughs) but she is all in all one amazing Disney character and I do agree that Lion King would be challenged by Lilo and Stitch like look at the tone the different things I went about in it it was Lilo still coming to terms with losing her parents you know she freaks out when Stitch goes near the fall under her yeah. pillow there's <clears throat> Nanny struggling and worried that Lilo's going to be taken off her there is but the, never lets Lilo know her worries no never then there is Stitch you see him at that like heartbreaking scene where he takes the ugly duckling book as he's leaving the house and he doesn't think he deserves to be loved yeah he doesn't think he can be good he thinks he's just all bad, bad. and Lilo proves to him that he's not he gets the redemption arc it's perfect mix of emotion humour action speaking of humour last thing I'm going to let you say something more if you want the last thing I'm going to say is about one of my favourite scenes where Stitch just pegs the book at Kobe Bubbles' face. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just walks into the pegs at us for no reason once it bounces it off his head. I do agree. <laughs> and he puts his glasses back on, the lens pops out. <laughs> Belly laughs every single time. Fact. But yeah, I do think I would put Lilo and Stitch up there with the Lion King and the Fox and the Hound. I do agree. Are there any more that you can think of? I know we're missing lows, but we went kind of more in depth than we were planning on some of them. Here's a question. What is your opinion on all of these live action remakes of these beautifully animated Disney classics? Examples Beauty and the Beast, The Lion King, Jungle Book, even Tarzan. And now they're talking about a live action Hercules? I can tell you my feelings in one word. Go on. Shit. Exactly. Thank God. Leave it alone. I get it. I get why Disney are doing it. It's making them billions. Beauty and the Beast was bearable. Like, I enjoyed parts of it. Okay, personally, Beauty and the Beast is one of my all-time favourite movies. And I did. I loved the live version, but only because they didn't change the main storyline. And a lot of, that's a lot of... That's a strange thing. I think people are 50-50. A lot of people love it because of that and a lot of people don't like it because no. of that. No! If you are remaking a Disney classic written all of those years ago and putting it into better graphics, better CGI, stick with the damn storyline. Stick with what we know instead of going... <laughs> example, in The Lion King live-action remake, <laughs> they tried to throw a song from Beauty and the Beast in there. They did. They actually attempted to do that. You'd know. You and I sat and tried <clears throat> to watch it together. All we of didn't them. Even that, get halfway through. I don't want to mention that absolute waste of money. Well, it's not wasting money. They made their money back tenfold because they're Disney. It's what they do. But all I'm going to say on that, <laughs> I've said before, people hate me for this. It was so bad. Keep Beyonce away from movies. I'm sorry, I never, I'm not a huge fan of her. Her singing in that movie was abysmal for the so-called queen. And she actually brought down uh, Donald Glover's singing. Like, brought it down. 
she did overpower him quite a little. I don't think she overpowered him. Quite a lot. I don't think she overpowered him. I think she tried to overpower him on the show, but I think she just. I think she's too much. Like, I think, like, it'd be like. As a Beyonce fan, I love her music. I did not like her in The Lion King. <laughs> she. Her voice was not meant for that movie or that type of singing. She overpowered the male singer. And it was. It was a train wreck. It honest to God was. And the fact that, like we were speaking about earlier on, in The Lion King, there was so much emotion. There was tear-jerking moments. There was humour. In the live-action remake, because they made the animals look and feel so real, they had no emotion. When like, even at that, real animals portray emotion. Yeah, like I was to say, they're like, I've watched Animal Planet, I've watched National Geographic, I've seen lion cubs grieve over their pet fallen parents, I've seen the opposite, I've seen lion parents yeah. grieve over their children, and I feel it. Animals I, do show emotion, but in that movie, I didn't it feel was anything. Blank. Yeah, I felt nothing. It was. Here I was thinking when that movie was announced, I was like, oh my god, I'm going to have to see my boy Mufasa die in live action. I'm going to have to yeah. sob over that scene again. It didn't even affect me. No, it didn't phase me one bit. And then I haven't, I'd never made it through the full amount of Jungle Book. I was never, reason I didn't bring it up, and I'm glad you didn't bring it up when we were talking about the animated ones, is I never classed Jungle Book as one of my tops. I do, I do like Jungle Book. It wouldn't be in my top, but I would, I would watch it every now and then. Yeah. <clears throat> But like Tarzan, haven't seen it. Don't want to see it. Aladdin, okay, but I think I'm too attached to Robin Williams Genie. I did like Aladdin. I wasn't a huge fan of the live action remake. Now I watched it. <laughs> yeah, Tarzan, haven't seen it. Jungle Book, some cord. Yeah, new <laughs> move. Uh, yeah. Did you get the Dollar Tree? No. And like now they're saying they're planning a live action hunchback. I don't think it'll work. They use the G word in it a lot. They take the piss out of someone with an obvious physical disability. It, I don't think that can work live action. I don't think. I think they need to. It's making live action movies. Come up with new ones. I just, I think, leave the animated classics alone. I do agree. Remaster them, like upgrade their the colors and stuff like they have done with some movies they've done. I really don't think that they should. Obviously, with the remaster does not change. It's the exact same movie, frame for frame. It's I just know. Upgrade but graphics and colors. Snow White, for example, made all them years ago. Like, I personally love the fact that the graphics aren't great and. It was all hand drawn. Exactly. And it was, like, there was a certain feel to that hand drawn that is gone. It's beautiful. Like, and Snow White, how many Blade and Live actions have North Snow White? Way too many. Like I said, Same with Beauty and the Beast. Same with Cinderella. It's all of these Disney princess. Mm. Typical need a man to save you. Yeah. So, on that topic, 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 Moana. That is a very up to date in recent years. So we're just we're just hopping back into the animated. We are. You, you are as bad as me for hosting and segueing into a completely different topic and then segueing back a little bit. Uh, 
this if you were looking for structure if you were looking for an index of <laughs> what happened on this show and when you're listening to the wrong podcast <laughs> this is just pure Irish off the top of your head mess. say what you think yeah it's a, it's it's a clusterfuck we don't, we don't even know what's gonna happen so go on now there's a few movies that I have in my mind where the woman oh. doesn't need a man I know, to save I already know one the next ones yes you do yeah. Moana in terms of the most recent animations is probably the best of the recent animations like and I say recent and you might think up here you said Leelon Stitch could challenge Lion King just look there make you guys feel old this year this coming year 2021 Leelon Stitch will be 19 years since released yes it will so yeah of the current and I'm talking 2010 onwards I know there are movies like Coco there's movies like other ones that you were going to mention so I'm not going to bring them up now and uh, step on your moment because I'm nice I'll read it now <laughs> you called me a midget I'm just I'm waiting for you to point out where the lie is I am 5 foot 2 I am not <laughs> classed as a midget I checked turn 4 <clears throat> Uh, but yeah in terms of the newer movies Moana for me blew them all out of water like the project was that good that they gave a script to Dwayne the Rock Johnson and he was like yeah me singing yeah no matter I mean yeah, can you smell what the Rock is cooking because he's cooking up this movie it's going to be class <laughs> probably didn't say class I don't think that's in the Rock's uh, slang vocabulary but, you never yeah. know listen it could be yeah no the story the Moana story I loved it the island girl that was expected to take over as the next chief chiefess chief chief yeah I thought it was just chief I was making sure you know it was just chief but she just wanted the ocean and her nana being like no go to the ocean I'm just the crazy lady on the island good job love it (laughs) and Moana had I know a lot of people write a different song but Moana had probably the best songs of the recent movies as oh, well oh she 110% mm-hmm. did and the amount that we watched on TikTok the pop punk and the rock remixes of it just sound amazing it sounds amazing any style oh it does and I listened to Dwayne Johnson singing You're Welcome I don't know how many times I'm pretty sure we know it word for word <clears throat> it's just because our daughter also likes that movie yep exactly remember when it was that and not Rio <laughs> I would much prefer to watch Moana than mm. Rio like I had never seen Moana until our little one started watching and um, once she started watching it Peter was going around doing the dishes singing these songs Harper was going around after him dancing we make a team she's the Lilo to my stitch <laughs> so you're calling yourself a genetic experiment well I was an accident so you know what that's a fair I point. am made up of genetics Yeah. So, technically, anybody could be classed as a genetic experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Moana is, and I think it appeals to a lot more of a fan base than a lot of the older movies. <laughs> well, you certainly you see, don't seem to agree. Sorry, we didn't mention 101 Dalmatians. We'll get to it. I mentioned the fuck in the hell. That's your family, too. Right. <laughs> thought we had one kid mom you should know this by now like four what's number four the odd strays we pick up here and there fair <laughs> yeah no Moana yeah no it's Moana's a classic and in terms of all time it definitely be in the top ten in terms of 
last decade. Definitely number one. Agreed. Agreed. And you said you had more? <clears throat> I do. And another very strong female character in the Disney world would be Mulan. Mulan. Now, as a classic movie, amazing. Outstanding. Our favourite Ming-Na Wen. No, you had Mushu, Eddie Murphy. Amazing. Like, it was just an outstanding movie. Then they made a live action. And I was made pay 20 euro to watch this live action. It was an agreement. And it didn't even have Mushu. No, it Dishonor didn't. on you. Dishonor on your family. Dishonor on your cow. Mate, you're marrying me. So, you know, it's going to be family too. Well, dishonor on me too and my cow. <laughs> Don't have a cow. Well, now I'm going to buy a cow so I can put dishonor on it because Mushu shouldn't have been in that movie. If they can CGI a creepy looking beast to dance with Emma Watson, they can CGI in a two and a half foot dragon. Yeah, they can. That was where they went wrong. They went so, so wrong in the live action remake of Mulan. Why was Cricket a soldier and not a cricket I don't know I don't work in Disney I can't answer that question <laughs> whoever works in Disney is on acid because that just that didn't work whoever's working in Disney is probably on acid and this is how they come up with yeah. these mad ass fucking movies and I knew it was going to be bad as soon as a witch came into it okay well let's talk about the Disney classic yeah because I'm getting too heated now yes you are you're getting very angry <laughs> so the Disney classic Mulan's dad came back from the war he's clearly an elderly man and he is injured old injuries blah blah he has to go to war again she steps in his place what is your opinion on that? well first of all the women should have been allowed in the army anyway but back then they weren't which I don't get right I know they expected women to be the housekeepers and all this but basically they seen women as lesser than they were yeah so they're not rather put the women on the front lines at risk of death rather than themselves? No, because the man was the strong <clears throat> one. The man was supposed to provide for the family. Sure That's not, how it was. Like kicked them. most of their asses. Yes, she did. And she ended up <laughs> with the gold medal. She did. And see, I you know, I might split opinion here. What I think there's a great message in it, or you know, for a girl, you can do whatever a man can do. Don't let them tell them what you can't do. It also sends the message, in my opinion, of you need to prove to a man that you can do what he can do to get his respect. It doesn't, and I get it, it's a sign of the times, it's a movie of the times, whereas nowadays it should not. You need to prove yourself to get a man's respect. No, a man should respect you regardless. Yeah, I do agree with you. Little girls nowadays would watch that over and over and over again and probably pick up on those little things. Whereas me, when I was a little girl, I just seen this really strong woman go out and whoop a load of men's asses. I just seen the little red dragon with the voice of Dr. Doolittle. Of course you did. <laughs> of course you And that's did. why you could talk to the cricket because it was Dr. Doolittle became a dragon. I made a whole little different- You made a completely different Disney movie in your head. Yeah. It's okay. We'll get you the help. It was more than okay, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. I feel judged. But yeah, no, Mulan, pop movie. Uh, another one which I'm sure you're going to mention, I thought this was going to be the one you were going to mention. Um, 
which parents across the world are sick and tired of. Oh, please don't. Frozen. Uh-huh. For all its pitfalls, for all its let it goes. It is an amazing movie. And Let It Go is a banging tune. You listen to it on repeat, like 99% of the world's population of girls. The song does become a tad annoying. It does. Frozen 2. We sat and watched it. What was it? A couple of months ago? Yeah. Yeah, it, it fell into the sequel thing. It was good, but it wasn't great. The song weren't as good. The, the storyline was better, though. In it, my opinion. You was, find out where else it, it comes from. It was different. It was very different. It was a story of... The second was a story of Elsa trying to find out where she belongs. Because she knows for a fact in her heart, she doesn't belong in Arendelle. No, and she knows in her heart that Anna Whereas does. The first one is about Elsa learning to love herself and control her power and stop caring about the people judging her and treating her like a monster. We're supposed to all let it go. Yeah. Like, it's... The first and second one, they're apples and oranges. But there are pros and cons <clears> to <throat> both, but definitely the first one was better. Yeah. And now I'm going to throw a spanner in the works. Oh, no. It has a it has a strong feel of character in it. The problem is it's, it's the villain. Uh, actually, speaking of that, probably you haven't brought up a lesson or Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty, I was never a massive fan of. Or Tangled. I do love Tangled, but again, it's kind of falling into the category of the typical Disney princess. Fair, but your man Flynn Ryder isn't your typical Disney prince. From- no, he's not. He is comical. He is absolutely mm-hmm. hilarious. And I am in agreement with her hitting him with a frying pan. You know, I've been tempted to do it to Peter a few times. Well. Hey, it's okay. It's okay. You're welcome. <laughs> Have you ever picked up the frying pan? <laughs> Excuse me. It's not my fault you don't like pancakes. <laughs> Oh, great now you have like American loves pancakes now all my American listeners are just gone so I've lost all credibility now that I don't like pancakes <laughs> um, Peter will not let a pancake pass his lip anywho <laughs> Flynn Rider now has a funny horse if I remember right um actually no that, that's not Flynn Rider's horse that oh. horse hates Flynn Rider okay so that's, that's why he's funny I'm guessing yes because that horse is actually one of the policeman's horse that's looking for Flynn Rider Gotcha. Animal Companions. And this falls into the movie that I was about to bring up with you as well. So I'm not segueing away, don't worry. Animal Companions make a movie. You have that horse. You have Sven. Um, are you forgetting about the little chameleon? I've never seen the movie in full. <clears throat> well, then that's an issue that you and I mm. are going to have to sort out. But yeah. I think we should do actually Animal Companions if we can try to get you on another show and talk about the best Animal Companions in Disney. Yes, I will consider mm. that. Right. Make me an omelet. Deal. Alright, so we'll move on. Hey, you could have asked for stir fry. So we move on. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you played yourself. And stir fry. No, no the, deal, the deal is made. No, no more shows. Okay. Okay. Anywho. So, yeah. This movie is going to Spanner and works with. Right, Animal Command is for a different show. Everyone forget that for now. Mm-hmm. Emperor's New Groove. Loved it. Hands down. Loved Strong it. Strong female character. Yzma. Yeah. She was Kronk's boss. You know, we didn't see women bosses back in the Mayan no, days. No, didn't. Aztec. And... I don't know where he's Mayan or Aztec. 
Let's go with Egyptian. He lives in South America. Where? South America. Um. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> okay, you know I'm not good with this sort of stuff. Geography is not my strong suit. Peru. Where's Peru? South America. Is it? Yeah. Oh, the, he's Inca. Based on the Inca Empire. Okay. Got it. Okay. Okay, he's Inca. Yeah. Cool. Oh, I'm Peter. Um, nice to meet you. Hey, that movie. <clears throat> Turn into a llama. That was the balls. Americans aren't going to get that phrase and it's going to come across really funny. So I might actually clip that and use it for the promo <laughs> for the show. <laughs> Turn into a llama, moves in with this poor family and convinces that to help him. The two kids are hilarious. There's Yzma, there's Kronk, pull the lever Kronk. See, if it was a man saying that to a woman, it'd come across as creepy. It would, it, was come, it would come across as very rapey. <laughs> yeah, like extreme. Pull the lever, Yzma. I'm calling HR. <laughs> <laughs> but I liked it. it was Cusco grew up, but also didn't grow up too much. He still had that streak of Cusco in him. Oh, of course. It was more realistic to me because while there was character development, it wasn't a complete character change. I do agree. I did love the movie yeah. on Rob. And I put that probably in my top 10 of Disney animations as well. Maybe not my top 10. Okay. Well, clearly there's other ones that we missed out on, but we're like nearly at an hour now and we only planned to do a half an hour show on this. Like, yeah, considering it is now 1am. Like we're not going to do, I'm hoping to do Disney Pixar for another show as well in case people are shouting out Disney Pixar names at us. We think they deserve a separate show. They do. Um, we can go more, more in depth on them considering there's not as many as there is Disney. But I'm going to throw a few names at you and get your opinions on them if you want to talk about them more. Talk about yeah. them more. Right. Princess and the Frog. Not a huge fan. Oh. I liked it. Okay. But again, it didn't grasp my attention as much as the other iconic movies that we've mentioned tonight. Fair. I like for the parts I've seen again. It's one of the movies I haven't seen the whole thing. I really enjoyed it, and I thought like the it's tone. It's funny and it's charismatic. Like. There's a lot going on in the movie. Yeah. And I think that's why my attention span, I can't grasp to just one thing. Fair. There is too much going on in the movie, in my opinion. There's a lot of people I know that absolutely love that movie. Okay. Um, Zootopia, have you seen it? I have not seen it. I haven't seen it either, so I'm just going to skip on by that one. I've heard good things. Wreck-It Ralph. I know you haven't seen it. I've seen no, it. It's amazing. I love Wreck-It Ralph. What else do we have? I oh, know. I just want to make them saving it for last because I don't want to close the show talking about it. Yeah. Goofy movie. I love anything got to do with Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse wasn't a goofy movie. No, but he is one of the characters in Mickey Mouse. Yeah. I class them all as kind of one big Ohana. Goofy movie for me is one of the all-time greats as well. It's... One of them where I struggle to make my top five. Like, it's, I want in my top five, but I don't know why I'd kick out for it. It's one that I grew up, like, my opinion changed on it. As a kid, I was like, goofy man, back off. Just let Max do his thing. He just wants to be a kid and have fun. And As now, I, now, now I'm like, Max, just hug your dad. 
I did love the movies. Other ones include we have Alice in Wonderland. Love them. Uh, Lady and the Tramp. One of the best, <laughs> along with 101 Dalmatians. Creepy Siamese cats always scared all except me though. Yeah. But. Extremely racist. Not you, the Siamese cats in the movie. I thought they were kind of cute. They're extremely racist. Yeah, they're kind of creepy and stuff, but like, have you ever seen this little, like, these little hairless cats? Yeah, they look like testicles. They do not. <laughs> they look like, they a, they look like testicles. I actually think that some of them are quite cute. Testicles. No. Say it with me. Cat. Cat. Hairless cat. Testicles. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Loved Lady and the Tramp. Loved 101 Dalmatians. Cruella de Vil. <clears throat> one of the scariest women. Can't be honest. Yeah. Cruella would kind of get it. So I'm just going to get up now and leave. <laughs> like, Show's over. She has this kind of scary dominatrix vibe about her, but... She kills puppies and makes goats. Look, whatever she makes her money is not my, not my business. I knew that would make you uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. She's one of those. And there's one of the years weird-ass <laughs> fashions that I knew I'd find out before the wedding. No, she's scary as hell. Um, they have the Aristocats. Wasn't a movie. Never a big movie. There's movies, nothing really to it. The Sword in the Stone. I like that movie. Robin Hood with the animals that we Loved were talking it. about earlier. Nobody we asked have, you for that. We have Robin Hood with a fox as Robin. A bear as... You know, Robin Hood bitch. is like, supposed to be human with a bow and arrow. It, it, no, like, I don't know if you came up to the idea, but thank you. But it was <laughs> like, what were you smoking the day you just went... Let's Probably make a lot. An all, all time classic Robin Hood. Yes, yes, yes. But here, has a fox. She's stamping on my mom this whole time. She's stealing all the punchlines. Yes, I am. Isn't that not why you brought your wife to be on your show? Wow. Well, next, see what marriage is going to be like. Exactly. The Rescuers. I do like it. Mm-hmm. Oliver and Company. Yeah, I liked it. As far as I can remember. <laughs> Uh, what else we have? Pinocchio. Keep in mind, we've been parents for two years now. Yeah. Um, we haven't had a chance to watch anything. <laughs> Pinocchio. Pinocchio, I did like the movie. Dumbo. Absolutely yeah. love the movie. Tearjerker. Makes me ugly crap. Love the movie. Haven't seen the live action. Don't want Don't to see want. it. I've seen the live action and you do not want to see it. It is a mess. Traumatise me. Them uh, purple elephants traumatise <laughs> me. Traumatise <laughs> me. I know, that's why I want my heart to watch. This was an acid trip. That's exactly what it is. I'm pretty sure the writers and the producers were on acid <laughs> whilst making this. Could you imagine those in front of a green screen being like, Ooh. <laughs> I think they were drawn. I don't think it was actually people. Oh, from really? the, yeah. Huh. Imagine that. Huh. Bambi. Don't talk to me about Bambi. Yeah, we, we love Bambi. Bambi. Bambi was a great, great movie. I used to call her a little thumper when she's stamp her feet. I am not thumper. I said our little one. Oh, I was like, 
You're a tomper when you get in a mood. You're an asshole. That I am. Um, what other ones are just Disney and not Disney Pixar? I'm trying to, I'm trying to separate them. Uh, a Christmas Carol. I loved it. Great, fantastic. I love Mickey's Christmas Carol. Maybe actually watch that at Christmas time. Mm, she did, actually. And I was bent. But let's yeah, Harper was kind of crawling and walking around the sitting room and Peter was sitting on the chair betting to Mickey Mouse. Mickey's Christmas Carol is the second best version of Christmas Carol. After the Muppets. <laughs> Muppets Christmas Carol is just, it's, you can't beat it. Uh, Big Hero 6 was an amazing movie. Oh, I actually yeah, haven't seen it. Yeah, we need to watch it, you'll cry. Then I'm uh, not going to watch it. No, it was an amazing story as well, and a, a different story for Disney. And then you have all the kind of sequels and stuff like that. But I'm going to end it out on what I opened the show on. Peter Pan. I absolutely love this movie with all of my heart. I do. Mm. The conspiracy behind Peter Pan, where Peter Pan is actually an angel and drags these children to heaven, which is Neverland, and they never grow up there. It makes sense. I do not by any means like the remakes. The only Peter Pan that I will watch <laughs> is the original. I've seen some remakes that I liked as a kid, and then as I got older and watched them again, I didn't like them. They are muck compared to the original. Oh, everything always is going to be. But there's one Peter Pan, not remake, but one Peter Pan adjacent movie that I will love and I'll hold dear in my heart for life. Hook with Robin Williams. I do like that movie. Amazing. See, that's not a remake. Yeah, it's a sequel of yeah. sorts. But that's not, I don't think it's even Disney that done it. No, it wasn't. Mm. Um, I actually can't think of the company mm. off the top of my head, but they done a fantastic job. Yeah. But Peter Pan, as a movie, it's magical. It is... There's no prince or princess. It's all fun. Yeah. It's watching the parents worry as their children is being dragged out the window by this flying shadow. child. Shadow. And as a parent now, I understand that. <laughs> but as a child, I was like, oh my God, let's go flying out the window. <laughs> Kids don't try that at home. No, don't. That, that was a bad statement to make. You feel bad. I feel bad for Captain Hook sometimes now as an adult looking back at it. I know. The alligator ate his watch. It was a clock, wasn't it? Yeah, but like tick tock, tick tock. I'm just what he ever done to Peter? Why this flying child just decides to terrorize this poor pirate captain? Well, we don't know the backstory. We don't. And actually, Captain Hook is in Neverland, so is he dead too? Possibly. You know, he could be a manifestation of Peter's dad. Exactly. There are so many different conspiracies and oh. it's it's intriguing reading them all. It is, right. But look, it is quarter past one in the morning here, so I think it's time to take our tinfoil hats off <laughs> and put our mouse ears back on. Um, so And get the fuck to bed. I'm going to ask and you have to give me a split second answer. I'm not good at this. What is your personal favourite Disney animated movie? Ah... Uh... 
personally, I'm going to have to stick with Beauty and the Beast. Okay, fair. We didn't actually talk about that one. No, we didn't. Well, we we touched on it. Yeah. I'm okay with that. We, we can do it. I think if, if I'm new on the show and we're talking Beauty and the Beast, we're only in a full episode. <laughs> but in saying that, it is so hard to pick from Disney animated classics because they are all so amazing. And this is probably why you got me on the show tonight. I'm going to go... Oh, the Fox and the Hound. Just beating out Lilo oh and Stitch and Lion King. The wedding is off. You've been telling me for two years your favourite Disney movies is Hercules. I'm, uh, I forgot. You about forgot Fox. about your favourite Disney movie. That is bullshit. You forget about me sometimes. Yeah, because I'm sleep deprived. No, even when you're not sleep deprived. How do I forget about you? You're can... here all the time. Yeah, but I can walk into the kitchen and you will shit yourself when I say hello. <laughs> like no, I that, that's called me not paying attention. <laughs> no, uh, like, that would be... Like, that's actually a good way to say it. My top five is in movies easily because I find it very hard to pick between them. Fox and the Hound, Hercules, Lion King, Lilo and Stitch, Moana. That's a very interesting top five. I'm pretty sure mine would be Beauty and the Beast, Lilo and Stitch, um, Fox and the Hound has to go up there. Peter Pan. And honestly, Hercules. Well, you talked for a good almost 10 minutes about how The Lion King was the greatest Disney anime movie of all time and it doesn't even make your top five. No, because that's number one. If I had to pick five that I love. Yeah, and Lion King is my number one. Nothing can touch that. Yeah, but then, then it would have to go into your top five. Oh, okay then. Well, then I have top six. <laughs> it's turned into B, but she's going to have a top 16. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, I love anything Disney. And you know that. I do. Which I... is why you get me Disney figures every Christmas, every birthday. That's how you put a ring on it, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> Buy the one thing she loves. And just keep buying the exploit it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think that's... If I we think talk, that's pretty much it. Yeah, because I think if we keep talking, we'll never, ever, ever stop. No, we won't. Because, like, I will try to get you on the show again. Eventually, people were very surprised when I said I was doing this type of show because they're, like, very different directions to go with the show. It's usually all comics and stuff like that. I try telling people we're more of a pop culture show than a comic show. Mm-hmm. So it's called well, a superior... you kind of get... Yeah where they're getting that yeah. it's the superior comic show comic show but now I and I did always build it like that to start but I started to push more in our intros and in our bios and every social media that were a pop culture show superior comic just alludes to my favorite one of my favorite comic characters so I will I would love to have you back on I won't have to go looking for you because you're usually in one of the other rooms because <laughs> sure. there's a lot of Disney we can still talk about we can talk about Disney Pixar we can talk about their live movies with Disney about... you are never ever out of conversation true same with comics that's comic nerd and Disney nerd as much as you don't want to admit Who'd it have ever thought? <laughs> as much as you don't want to admit it you're a nerd like I'm me. not a nerd <laughs> nerd I am not a nerd <laughs> and with that being said okay I'm kind of a nerd thank you all I wanted to say. <laughs> With that being said, Lauren, thanks for coming on. 
Absolutely no problem. I really enjoyed myself. We'll have you on again soon, hopefully. I've been your host, Peter, reminding you if a 15-foot-tall whale-looking dude comes strolling through your town, he's not Simone. He's an alien. <laughs>